feel like I got some here or something. I'm like, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we do this every time. Welcome back to another night of my life has tested podcast. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> we have the most blooper reels, I do believe. Um, uh, I hope everybody is having a wonderful day. Um, we're not really going to be up here with y'all long today. Um, we just wanted to come up here to share a little awareness to make you guys aware of some things if you don't already know. Um, because what can I say? This pandemic has opened up a can of stuff and unleashed it out into the atmosphere. I mean, it was already there, but it's more prevalent now more than ever and we just want to talk to you guys about it so we promise you we won't hold you guys too long um we are going to talk about domestic violence issues so if that's a trigger for you or talking about those type of things makes you feel any kind of way this may not be the show that you want to watch tonight um also we're also going to talk about suicide issues as well um so we don't want to you know, make anybody feel like they're having flashbacks or none of that type of stuff. But we want to talk to the people and make them aware of what is happening. Okay. Um, so before we get started, Quint, do you have anything to say? Hey, everybody. Um, as she stated, this this show is going to be kind of serious on tonight. Um, even though yeah, the majority of the stuff that we talk about is very serious, but we want to bring awareness because a lot of people don't understand or feel like it's their fault or feel like um, they don't have any place to turn. So we want to give you resources and let you know that we are here. You have a place to turn. Um, and we also just want to bring awareness because um, even with sexual abuse, there is so many people that's in it or it happens to them and they blow it off because they look at it as something minor. Somebody groped me or somebody forcibly kissed me. No, if you did not give your consent, they don't have the right. So stuff like that is very important for us to bring awareness. Um, you have actors right now going through it. Um, one of them is Cuba Gooding Jr. He was charged with 20 counts from groping. Um, I got a call today from somebody who, and he forcibly kissed somebody. He just pleaded guilty to that. I got a call from somebody today. It happened to them on yesterday. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, and she, and she, she thank God she was on the phone with someone else. So they was able to hear and she was able to get away. So they did grope her. She did file charges. The person did get caught. Thank God for that. But wow. it's so important for us to be aware of what's going on in society today and us to be able to protect ourselves and know where to turn and what steps to take. So with that being said, I'm going to turn this back over to Coco. Well, like I said, this is not going to be a one-sided conversation tonight. This is where we're going to bounce off of each other. Um, um, I guess I'll start with the suicide part, um, cause that has been a lot of stuff recently. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been a lot of 
kids. Yes. Um, early teen age years, mm -hmm. taking their own lives. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people will feel like to say, you know, what would make a teenager do something like that? You don't understand the pressure that a child deals with, especially we're not with them when they're at school. A lot of it is bullying issues. Mm -hmm. um, and then on rare occasions, it's because they just feel like life is just blah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's sad to say it like that, but you have a lot of kids now that just feel like they don't, that life ain't worth living. Right. I've heard children talk about it. Hey, sis, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Hey. Um, I have heard children talk about it because a lot of children come in and talk to me. Mm -hmm. And I've heard kids have that conversation stating that what they deal with as a teenager in school mm -hmm. um, and then stuff that they got going on at home on top of it. Right. It's just a lot piled on and it's pressure. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they have an outlet, you know, and they're not wanting to tell the parents that they need to see a therapist. Right. They need to find an outlet that'll give them this, you know, just a place to be able to vent and just let it all out. And seeing um, the seeing the therapist now is more common. Back when we were growing up, it's like, uh-uh, a therapist? What? You crazy? No, you ain't. You don't need no counseling. What happens in the house stays in the house. Listen, yeah. if you need an outlet, you need a therapist. Go talk to someone. It's so important for you to have that outlet. If you keep everything in, and I say this often, what stays in cannot be delivered. It continues to fester. It continues to build up. You continue to be hurt. You continue to be depressed. You know, I received a call um, last week that a 16-year-old commits suicide Some behind drugs. She was smoking weed and it was laced. So it's so, so important. Even with the elderly, we need to pay attention. I had one of my patients to say, you know, um, because of what I'm going through, sometimes I feel like I don't want to live. And we need to be able to encourage them, inspire them. And I was like, listen, I get you going through something. We all go through, but we're here to help you. We're here to push you. You still have your life, no matter the circumstance, you have your life. So let's take that out of your mindset. We have to inspire others and encourage others to want to stay here and let them know that we are here to help. Right. We got to be there. Um, that's the reason why we, we make sure we push very hard to keep this type of an atmosphere open, mm -hmm. right? Because we have a lot of people that do contact us and share um, if y'all have ever been on the show with us on any Q and a nights, you, you've heard it. Yes. Um, and things can be very, very rough for people. Mm -hmm. Um, I posted a, I made a comment the other day and I put it as a post where I was like, you know, um, don't assume anything about why a person took their life. If you did nothing to reach out to them before they did it. Exactly. You know, you can't, you don't have that right to assume anything. Most people, after the person has done it, 
now you got so much to say, but you didn't have nothing exactly. to say before they did what they did. I heard another person tell another individual the other day, I feel like taking my life. And the person that they were talking to, oh, you just acted out. Take people seriously when they tell you that they feel like they want to end their life. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's a man here that told some of his, he went out to the bar with some of his buddies here last week, told his buddies that he just felt like life was pointless now. There was no need to live it anymore. He walked out the bar, walked past them, walked down the boardwalk, and jumped off the bridge and killed himself. Jesus. Okay. I mean, after having it, but his friends thought it was a nice night out. Right. But little did they know his comment and him getting him drinking together, walking out past them, that was going to be the last time they saw him. And that was his cry for help right there. And it. they missed the sign they missed the cry like you when know? somebody says that to you is so so vital that you take that serious that those are not words of of a joking matter no. when people say that they're going through some type of depression they're going through a loneliness they it have really some triggers going on there's something going on at yeah. that point you need to be able to get in their mind allow them to talk because you never know you can save that life that's it all by really asking how you doing exactly one simple one simple question how are you doing mm. and wait for the response exactly if they open up listen that part it don't always mean that you have to say anything just be the listening ear because mm. sometimes that's really all that's needed Right. Is they're like, I don't have a place to vent. I don't have nobody to talk to. So, mm -hmm. you know, or the people that I felt like I could talk to, I really can't talk to. Exactly. They don't have no wisdom for me. They don't have nothing that can help. They don't have nothing that can help my current situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when it's like that, that's why, you know, we as individuals, and it's not just us. I'm not just referring to me and Quint, but I'm referring to everybody as individuals. This is the reason why you got to stay prayerful and mindful because you never know in what capacity you might need to be used. Right. If it's just for you to be that listening ear and have what the Lord has downloaded and given you to say and just say it at that right moment, mm -hmm. it can change a whole thought pattern of mm -hmm. a person. You know, um, and and it's sad. It's sad. I can remember when um, my one of my nephews did that to me and said that to me. Baby, I didn't hesitate. I pulled a whole intervention. Like, you know, and, and that's what I did because I was, no, mm -hmm. no, sir, we are not. That is not what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't care what's going on in life. You still got a life to live and you're going to live it. That's right. You know. Um, and, and I just sat down and talked to him, but we had an intervention and we were able to stop it. Mm -hmm. You know, there haven't been any more incidents since then. And that's what you have to do. But you still remain, you still remain vigilant right? because you're like, okay, well, it don't take much for a person to, to run into a space of depression. Because mm -hmm. honey, when I was depressed, I didn't even realize that's what it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Until... 
I was in it and had been in it so long. I did not realize right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It was a few years before I pulled myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes you don't realize as, exactly how long an individual has been depressed. That's right. You know That's what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not like um, because like I, everybody's state of depression is different. Some yeah. people don't eat. Some people just back up for all their friends. Mm-hmm. People just don't want to go outside. They don't want to leave their house. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's mode of dealing with depression is different. Right. Um, I know for me, I kind of just like lock myself down. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and when people realize that I didn't want to go do anything, one of my favorite things to do in all creation is travel. When they realize that I won't leave it, I hadn't been nowhere in about a year and a half. That ain't me, baby. I'm always on the road. Mm-hmm. When they realized I had literally had not left and took no trips, no nothing, nothing outside of where I was living at the time. When they realized it had been a whole year and a half since I had taken the trip, everybody was knocking on my door. What's going on with you? Sit down. Let's talk to me. You know, and when they came and asked me that question, the first thing I said was, are you really ready to listen? You know what I'm saying? And when you say that to a person, you know, some people are back up because they can't deal. Right. You know, and, and that's the reason why I tell people, if you really don't want to know how somebody don't ask, mm-hmm. don't ask. It's not me trying to be funny, but if you really don't want to know how a person is doing and you really don't want the answer for real, don't ask. Well, we had that conversation in the past. A lot of people ask how you're doing out of habit because Mm -hmm. it's a learned behavior. Listen, I had one lady, I asked her how she was doing and she spilled out everything to me. And I was like, wow, just that one question. Because a lot of people ask and then they keep walking. You didn't Mm -hmm. really want to know how I was doing. You did it. Because you were taught. And that is good evening, Bobby. And that's not a good thing. If you don't have time to talk to somebody, say, hey, give them a smile Mm -hmm. and keep it moving. But don't ask how you're doing if you really don't want to know. Because if that person began to pour out or you can't handle it, now guess what? You're taking on their stuff and you probably got your own stuff. And now you're adding baggage on top of baggage that's it and you might be the one to be like look now i'm in a state of depression why because of that one question that you was not ready for right you know um if it behooves me i have nothing against tiktok because i use it every once in a blue moon Mm -hmm. i'm not up there all the time like some people say i should be i don't know why but anyway, you know, that's neither here nor there. Right. But it's the challenges. Okay. Why we got a whole suicide challenge? A what? You, you heard. I, I didn't hear about that one. A yeah. Suicide it's a challenge. whole suicide challenge. Wow. Where the, the in the challenge, the friends get together and play Russian roulette. Wow. So... You know that if y'all spend this thing and y'all really got bullets in it and they only one and it stop on somebody, what's gonna happen? 
So nobody is realizing what's going on. Nobody had reported this. Nothing. No, I just saw. I just saw the first. I just saw the first report about it today. I had never seen it until somebody said, "Oh yeah, since you since you say that's what you're gonna talk about tonight, there's a whole suicide challenge." Okay, that definitely needs to be reported. Right? Who started it? I don't know. But don't they know. would be somebody, able to. Somebody research. just posted. Yeah, somebody just posted one of the videos and sent it to me, and I watched it, and I was just like, "Wow, really." So y'all ain't got nothing better to do and you feel like you finna get a rush from this. So y'all y'all just gonna stand in a circle and we just gonna keep passing it to see who just having to blow their own brains out. Wow. Because it's not other people holding the gun. They're right. doing it themselves. Mm -hmm. They're spinning it and doing this. Mm -hmm. So you're, technically, you're technically killing yourself. Right? Mm -hmm. So you're technically killing yourself. Exactly. If the bullet is in the chamber when you go to do this. Mm -hmm. And y'all are cool with it. That definitely needs to be reported. I don't know who sent you the video, but it needs to be reported. Yeah, that, where the first report was made tonight. Okay. was made today. But it's just the fact of the matter is that somebody's doing it. Right. Wow. Like what? Wow. And then you go back and you read so many. I got so many other stories sent to me about people making suicide packs. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. We cool. I love you and all. But you could never come to me and say, look, you know, I just feel like this is it, you know, Coco. And I feel like we need to do this together. Because that's one of them times I'm going to tell you, hell no. I know that's right. <laughs> and we're not doing that. And you need you to be committed. No, I mean that. No. Uh, no, I'm going to get you some help, though. Exactly. I'm not doing that. that who, who does, a, a whole suicide pact? We're going to kill ourselves together? What? I, I need everybody to get some help. And you know, I've seen something on Facebook. It was a boyfriend and girlfriend. They did that. And yeah. they posted it. And their families was looking for them and everything. But it was too late. Yeah. Because they succeeded. But it it's a sad situation. You have a whole couple. And nobody recognized that both of these people are going through something. Or are y'all the ones putting them through it? Right. Right. I, I just watched a, a whole movie and a documentary about the young lady who pretty much kept telling her boyfriend go ahead and go kill yourself you and tell him that you want to do it so go ahead hold on matter of fact i'm gonna help you out let me research and i'm gonna tell you the multiple ways that you can do it but i'm gonna tell you the one way that you can do it that won't cause you pain that'll kill you for real how about you take something that got a motor on it and because it burns gasoline, you put it in the car with you and you just let the carbon monoxide fill up in your car. And then you just die that way. So you, you it'll be pain-free and you could just go. So you just suffocate yourself. Yeah, so you could just go. She telling him how to do it. He's really telling her, but I'm concerned about how my family going to feel if I take my life. 
no, don't worry about it. If you go ahead and do it, I'll take care of your family. This is what she's telling the boy through a text message. Wow. There's a whole documentary about it. And so they just charged her with his murder. With his, they her, should have. His murder. his murder. Yeah, because she coached him and talked him into it when he kept telling her, I'm, I'm concerned about my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm concerned about how they're going to feel um, uh, about what I'm getting ready to do. And she was just like, no, don't worry about it. You can do it. I love you. And I don't want you to suffer anymore. If you go ahead and do it, I'll take care of your family for you. Wow. And you supposed to be the girlfriend. And she's the whole girlfriend. Don't he even out in the documentary, it shows where he told her in the text message, I'm getting out of the car because I don't want to do this. He had did it, started it, and sat in the car for like five minutes. Got out coughing because he didn't want to do it, and he had cold feet about doing it. She said, no, just get back in the car. And he got back in the car. Wow. And they found him dead, parked behind a, park, a, a, a Kmart. Wow. That is so you know all because of this. And then after he dies, after he dies, then the audacity of this young lady is to pick up the phone, get the numbers out that the numbers that she, he had already given her. Now, mind you, the, you could tell that he was crying out because not only was he trying to tell her that he didn't really want to do it after he told her he wanted to do it, but he gave her his mom's number, the number to both of his sisters. She never once called them and told them that he was telling her all of this stuff. Never mm-hmm. once even mentioned, I think you need to get your son some help. I'm his girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. Never once even done that. But after he died, oh, don't worry about it. You didn't fail as a mom. You did a stand-up job. What? And then you trying to constantly be friends, the dude's sisters, the be What? And you the reason why he went in No, ma'am. Once they found out that she was the reason behind it, they were just so appalled that they just didn't know what to say because they was like, that's not what she gave off. She was there for everybody. She even had a whole fundraiser run in his name. All of this stuff. She put on a real good show. Wow. But she was the whole culprit behind it the whole time. I promise I would have came all the way out of character. After I found out what happened, then we was already in the courtroom. It wouldn't right. have been no aired opportunity. I mean, exactly. I'm just saying, like for real, we already in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and it just there's no way possible that your mind can be right to tell somebody else to go take their own life, right? And you cool, and it's somebody, somebody you supposedly love. Baby, what version of love you got? Exactly. I don't want none of that. Mm-mm. If that's your version of L-O-V-E. Right. You can wow. keep it. You know, I, and it's just so much stuff that I have watched right here lately that just, you just, wow. You know, who, who would have thought that now suicides are more prevalent than ever? Right. Than they ever have been in decades. Mm-hmm. That's true. When you look at the stats, of the number of suicides from 10 years ago, it has risen a whole 87%. Wow. 87%. Not 5 and 10. 87%. A 87% jump from 10 years ago. Oh my God. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
What 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 are the families doing? Can the children not talk to you at all? And that's the problem right there. A lot of families the children cannot talk to. Hello, hi, Zola. How are you? I hope they I said your name right, hon. Or they don't know how to talk to them. So it's like, okay, well, who do I turn to if I don't have my family? Right. Because for me, when I went through the abuse, I didn't talk about it. I didn't talk about it until I got out of it. And it was years later. So it's like, okay, I had to, the Lord was sending people to me to say, it's time for you to get out of this. Like he was literally sending people my way. I did not know I was in it at first. So it was like, okay, now I'm beginning to learn and I'm beginning to help people, but I'm in it. So the Lord had to really speak to me and I went through big time, right? put me on my deathbed. So sometimes we feel like, you know, when you're with your abuser and they have you isolate from your family, it's like, once you isolate, will my family accept me back? You know, those are some of the things. Those are some of the mindset. I really don't have a good relationship with my mom. So can I even talk to her? You right. know, some are, those are some of the things that we deal with when we're in it. And it's like, well, who do I turn to? Because I really don't know much about it. How do I get help? So I thank God for the people that stepped up and was obedient to the Lord to speak to me. Because if they didn't, only God knows where I would have been. Right. And, and that's that's the whole point. You know, like I said, we're, we're addressing two separate issues tonight. And they're major now. You know, um, the amount of domestic violence situations that are ending badly. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. Like, and it's all because no offense to any cops that watch our show, but it's the cops are dropping the ball. Yes. The law enforcement people are dropping the ball. And all they want yeah. is paperwork. Document, document, document. I can't document if somebody is coming after me. Right. All I can do is figure out how to defend myself. You That's want me it. to run down there, but they might be waiting for me when I come out my house. Once I already made that phone call, y'all need to be on patrol. Right. And it's not even just that. It's the big, the bigger factor is once you got people that got the correct documents. Right. You still ain't doing your job. Exactly. You still not locking them up. And then when once you lock you, them, you up, you them, them out. Lock them up, it's, it's too late. They done did what they were going to do. What they told you they were going to do. Right. I have been in a situation where I got called and I'm outside, like literally in the middle of the two people going at it. I stepped back because I'm going to let you fight. You ain't going to hurt me. You mm -hmm. done, I'm not doing all that. So I stepped back and I'm on the phone, blah, 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 blah. Woo -woo -woo. You get there, you see him boxing her down like mm -hmm. she a whole dude. And who you arrest? Her. Her. Because she won't shut her mouth. Not him. You arrest her. And then when you go and, and look her up, she got a whole protection order, restraint order, all her proper paperwork, and he's still in her face. And guess what? You mm -hmm. still don't lock him up. A whole three weeks go by. 
and he back at her front door again. Mm -hmm. He calling you saying he knocking on the front door. You don't do nothing. You know what happened and how it ended? She opened the front door one day. Her kid opened the front door one day. Because all they saw was their daddy. They weren't thinking about the situation between mama and daddy. Okay? All they saw was their daddy. That kid opening the door was the bad, the worst thing that could have happened. When he got in the house, he shot her, he shot the kid, and shot himself. That could have been avoided. It could right. have been avoided. Right. Well, why it wasn't avoided? Because the law enforcement dropped the ball. Most of the situations that you see right now that are ending badly is because law enforcement dropped, dropped the ball. Mm hmm that's right. You telling people it's okay for you to be in your... No, it's not. There's a protective order against this certain person. So exactly. it's not okay. I don't care if they name on the deed. Exactly. It's not okay for them to be in the house. Not at all. Because you got to do your job and serve the order. Regardless. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. But what I have realized and it's not all cops, so please don't think that that's what I'm saying. A lot of the cops that choose not to do nothing are doing it to their wives too. That's right. That's right. And, and this is the reason why they don't feel a need to stop it because they at home kicking their wife head in too. Mm -hmm. And those are the worst ones because those females, they really are so fearful of even going to the cops because he's a cop. Yeah. So who's going to believe me? So really, where do I turn at this point? And then you have the ones that do get up some courage and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to do what it takes to get out of this. Right. And they try to do it themselves and then they end up losing their life. Right. It is happening too often. It's happening too much. And I'm really tired of, of people that I know. Mm -hmm. It's not just people I don't know. This is right. happening to people I personally know. Right. Losing their life behind some foolishness. And don't get us wrong. Domestic violence, men get abused also. Yes. They really do. But a lot of men will not speak out because then they're considered a punk or yeah. something on that level. Really? A woman abusing you? Come on, fight back. Listen. Yeah. You don't know his mindset. You don't know what he been through. You don't know how he was raised. So he putting up with it maybe for his kids. Maybe because he truly loved her and don't realize once again, that he's in abuse. Maybe because he's looking at the potential and where they were. It's so many reasons why we decide to stay. But it's real. And I'm telling y'all, if, if you're in it, if yeah. you're in it, please find a means. Get out. Get out. Get, out. Get some help. If you decide you're going to stay, go through some counseling. Talk him into counseling. Because I mean, you got a you got a lot of the dudes that even if they did go to counseling, they lie. They right. gonna put it on like they good. They ain't doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, the most I do, I might talk to her. I might talk talk to her in the wrong way. Blah right. blah blah blah. And, and I can attest to that because I am a counselor. So when people, you know, when I've had people come, the dude looked me straight in my face. No, 
I ain't never been physically abusive to her, but I do talk down to her though. Okay, that's just as bad. Exactly. Like you, you act just like it's only physical. Mm-hmm. That's just as bad because if you being verbal, you beating her down mentally. Exactly. It's not that you got to be physical all the time. Your mouth is beating her down in the mental area. Exactly. Or or vice versa. Your mouth is beating him down in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I have seen women that have literally degraded, berated a man so much that this dude had no, I mean, no self-esteem, had no confidence in himself whatsoever. Mm -hmm. When you would go to tell him something good about himself, he would look at you like he was awestruck. Mm -hmm. hear you say it because he had been berated and belittled by this one woman so long. Mm -hmm. And then when he finally got the courage to go, honey. Right. I mean, it took him, I think, 15 years to leave her because he was doing it. I'm I'm not, I got to stay in the household for my kids. I got to stay. But once his kids got 16, 17, Mm -hmm. he was like, okay, if they want to see me, they 16, 17 years old. They'll know where I'm going. Exactly. But he had to get out because he couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. He couldn't do it. And, and once his mama got involved, when she finally found out what was going on, his mama said, look, if you don't handle it, I'm going to put my paws on her now. I know that's okay? right. Because she's not going to keep doing that to you. And if you would have told me this earlier, you would have been gone before now. Mm-hmm. You know? And and when you get the right people that'll be like, I'm not going to let you keep going through that. No. Pack your stuff. And, and some people, you know, they look at it like, well, then she going to use the kids against me. Listen, there's laws that protect you. And you have rights just like she has rights. Yeah. And you do have a lot of the, the ladies I know that do that. That's what they mm-hmm. do. They use the children as right. a they use the well, children. If you don't want to be here with me, you can't see your baby. Blah, 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 blah. With all the little neck popping and all that. Well, baby, there's something called as, as child, child court. I got, if I get uh parental consent and 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 where i could come and see them you have no choice but to let me see my kid if you violate it mm-hmm. i get my kid that's right so now make up now make up your mind because i'm not gonna be with you that's it i'm not i wouldn't put myself in something toxic when mm-hmm. i don't have to i would spend a thousand dollars on a lawyer for my kid that's or right. more. but i'm not gonna put myself through nothing toxic i know that's right sit there and deal with you not doing that right so, there's a way around that but you got a lot of people that make excuses of why you can't put up the money but you can put up money for everything else right if your children were that important you do what you got to do exactly exactly so you know it's, it's just one of them things where you got to sit back and just be like but what what is more important mm-hmm. you getting out with your life and your baby's life, or you trying to stick around for what? Believe people when they tell you if you leave me, it's gonna be a problem. Believe it. That's right. Believe it. Because anybody with common sense, I'm not gonna tell you that. Baby, you wanna go, they're gonna do. You want me to open the phone? That part. I'm I'm not gonna do all that. But if you want to go. Okay, it was good while it lasted. Have a good one. You know, I wish you well. 
Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't put myself through something that I don't have to take myself through. It don't. Exactly. It just don't make sense to me. I can't analyze. Right. Okay. I I don't I don't like to deal with a lot of frustration. Now I know I even deal with that. I know that's mm-hmm. right. I have a short patience for that. Okay. I have a short patience for for the BS. I got the short patience of you trying to manipulate me to stay. I got a short patience for all that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm sorry, I do better. I won't do it no more. Oh, okay. And then they write back that part doing what you've been doing. That part, and you got people that keep doing that though. Mm-hmm. A person will tell you a thousand times over, they'll never repeat something. Baby, never say never for one. And two, if your track record don't add up, it, it, we ain't even finna go through this. Exactly. Your track record at all has already showed me that this is what this is. So we're not gonna do this. Mm-hmm. This is this is what we're not about. To. So it's it's just too much, too many venues and outlets that you can get to you. The national hotlines they do work because if you call in and say the wrong thing, they send a crisis to your front door. That's right. Okay. Right. So it, it's not going to be that that I'm I'm you know people people will continue to try to talk you off the ledge as people say. Mm-hmm. But they will send somebody to your door to make sure that you literally do not get that opportunity to harm yourself or somebody else. That's right. Because a lot of times, especially now, when people are having these thoughts of harming themselves, they going and harming other people in the process. Right. You got these people that got pissed off with folks at their job, don't walk into the job, shot the boss man, the accountant for getting their check wrong, and everybody they have ever said something to them wrong out the way. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just shoot all y'all, all the rest of y'all can go home. Right. Well, I'm gonna shoot up. I'm gonna shoot you, 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 and you. And mm-hmm. they pointing the people out. If somebody ever walked in the place of my employment, and I literally hear you say, "I'm gonna shoot you, 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 and you," and the rest of y'all can go, you ain't even got to tell me. Bye. I'm not gonna stick around to watch you kill nobody and then kill yourself. You know, it's so bad right now. They actually do active shooter in services because they're coming in and the first thing they say protect you first right make sure you run if you can take somebody with you take them with you but if they're gonna hold you back keep it moving and then if you can hide hide but if you can't hide you get what you gotta get and you fight at all costs you fight. You can try to fight a bullet all you like. Let's right. see how you gonna make out. Exactly. If you ain't fighting a bullet with another one. That part. Most of the time, it ain't gonna be no good ending to this that whole conversation. Right. Because the bullet ain't got nobody name on it. It just mm-hmm. got a trajectory and a target. That's, That's it. it. Okay. That's and then when you got all of these people with all these multiple shootings that you just out shooting in the open, you don't care who you hit. Don't care. It's been a lot of that too. Shooting mm-hmm. out in public, going to whole concerts and just Broad daylight. A, a whole gang war at a concert. Why would y'all do that? If y'all had issues with each other, stay on your turf. Right. And handle it on your turf so that there ain't no innocent bystanders. But you go to a whole concert and okay, I know you're gonna be there because I was already told you, so we gonna all show up. Mm-hmm. Uh no. No. Yeah. Makes no sense. 
Broad it's daylight. innocent people losing their life for no reason. Mm-hmm. But y'all just need to be aware. Like I said, we won't going to be up here long with y'all tonight, but y'all needed to be aware. Understand that the pandemic, all it did was make something that was already there bigger. Exactly. Because it's not like it wasn't already present. Right. It just got worse. Right. And that is not being able to go out and enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. The men not having the outlet to go out with their homes anymore because you got to wear a mask or the place is locked down. Right. Got a curfew. All that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. There was a woman. I listened to the 911 call on this this thing that I watched yesterday. The 911 call. The lady called 911 10 times and hung up. But before she hung up, she would say, come get them. I don't want them no more. She was referring to her two children. And she kept saying, come get them. I don't want them no more. After the first, second time of you calling back in the 911 dispatch, and that's what you say, and you hang up, I would have already had patrol en route to you. But when you hang up, they're supposed to send somebody out anyway. Well, they did not. They waited until the 10th time she called. And when the patrolman got there, she had already killed both of her kids. She had hog-tied them. And shot them in the head. Oh my Jesus. And just sat there and waited. She said, I told you to come get them. Like, what? The dad, the father was not living with her. Pick up the phone and call the dad. Right. The daddy said, if she would have called me, I just would have came and got him. Mm-hmm. But she did it to keep him from getting them because her and the father had an issue with each other. Mm-hmm. And that happens often. So now you got these women that are taking this among themselves to say, well, look, I got a problem with you. You don't want me no more. The one thing you love, I'm about to get mm-hmm. rid of. Mm-hmm. They want them kids, but they don't want you. Exactly. And so she killed her two children. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that ain't the first incident like that. It's been multiple ones. Yep. But it's just the fact that the matter is that she called 10 times. And why did it take the 10th time to send a patrol officer to her house? Instead of the first. Because you got caller ID. You have the address. You know where she calling from. So you should have, once she hung up that phone, that was a call of distress. That's it. You should have went to see about her. The first time she would have said, come get them. I don't want them no more. The red, the light bulb would have went off above my head. Wait a minute. She talk about some children, somebody, whether she taking care of somebody, she don't, she don't want somebody around. So somebody need to hurry up and get to her house. They Mm -hmm. need to be a wellness check. I just would have said, you need to go right now for ASAP wellness check. Exactly. If you wouldn't have said no more, but they waiting until the 10th call. And now they the a three-year-old and a five-year-old that are no longer here. Jesus. It's too much. It's too way too much. And now you can't tell me that the family didn't see it. The father said she had issues. So why leave your children with her? Right. Why not fight for them? Why not take her to court? He said all he did was he was he was he had the what you call it where he got the cut where he could see them on the weekend joint custody that was a joint custody agreement he got his weekends well that that weekend didn't get it wow and and it's so sad because them babies didn't have to die right 
Mm-mm-mm. They didn't have to die. No. And then when she popped back into reality, if her mind ever snapped back, when she realized that she took her own kid's life, it's going to be something. Right. If they she snapped back. They're going to need to put her on the suicide watch. Mm-hmm. When it comes to her, that that is what she has done. And it may not, reality may not hit at all. That's what I'm saying. Her mind may not snap back. Right. But if it does, honey, when it do, it's just a thought to have the thought in your head. I have just killed. I killed my children. You know, like it is, is I, I could not fathom it. It's just not something I can see. Something that you bore in your stomach for nine. For nine. Months. You don't watch grow up and talk and walk and do all of this stuff. Mm. That you don't spend time with. And all of this. I mean, just earlier that day, the neighbor said that her and the kids was outside playing on the little, the little kid thing, the little playground. Like everything was cool. And whatever transpired from the conversation with her and him in that moment, they didn't make it that night. Wow. Because he said that he had just got off the phone with her a few hours before that. So whatever happened between their conversation just set off. Mm-hmm. And she went in it. Okay. All right. Like, I, I can... It's like in my brain, it's sad to say, but I can picture how she went in there and did it. And I, I and I have a, pro, a whole problem with that. But, but now she's going to have to deal with that because it's going to come to her. Just the fact you hogtied your children and, and shot, them, shot them. You shot them. Yep. Shot them? Shot them. She hauled out her own children and killed them execution style. Dead in the back of the head. Wow. When the cops walked in, it tells you in the article when you read it that they was he found them in their bedrooms, face down, hog tied. Shot and I can literally head. visualize it and oh my you god. You took the time to tie them up. Right. And I know, like, I know in the back of the head, they're like, okay, well, mommy, we don't like this game you playing. Right. What are you telling them the reason that you're tying them up for? To not get a fight out of them. And because you mama, they not- we letting you. Right, they are not fighting you. you. They literally sitting there together. And they just letting you tie them up. Oh, Jesus. Mm. It, it's just the thought. Brian, how you doing, Mr. Gill? It, it's, it's just the thought of, of, of the whole scenario. You know, how, how could you do that? I mean, and, and, and it, the worst part, you did it execution style. Right. Like, you did it to make sure you didn't have to look them in the face for one. Because you, you you too much of a coward to do that. Yeah, I just need you to lay down. Mommy will be back. And you never leave the room. 
And of course, you know, you lay them down so they don't see what you're about to do. do. So they, they probably ain't screaming or anything. They just, I don't know. I'm just going to listen. Yeah. I'm just laying down like mama told me to. Jeez. And now they're not here no more. That thing hurt me to my heart. I know I sat down and I boohoo cried about that thing for like a whole hour. Because I, I just can't, I just can't fathom it, y'all. I have a heart for children. And mm-hmm. I I just cannot see that at all. It bothers me now just to know that people I know mistreat their kids now. I got a whole problem. Mm-hmm. But to to do that. Because you mad at a man? Right. Really? I, I need you to get your life together. Right. Because you mad at a man? I'm not finna kill my kids because no dude. I know that's right. You, no. My brain will be to hurt you before I hurt my kids. I know that's right. You know what I mean? That's no. And I don't even want to hurt you because right. then the, the first mind is, well, what's gonna happen with my children? That's it. If I hurt you, okay, where are they going? So, no, I don't want to hurt you. I just want you to go about your business. Right. We co-parent. Look, you ain't got to deal with me. I ain't got to deal. Just come and pick them up. That's it. What you going to do? Bring them back when you say. Be on time. Good. That's That's all. If you can't do it, let me know the week before. Don't tell me two days. Don't tell me the day that you're supposed to come get them that you can't. Exactly. You know, do it the right way. But am I going to have a, that much of an issue with you? No. No. Not I'm, I'm not going to be mad because you don't know. Jesus. No. And it's, it's just too much. Right. Exactly. Right. No man is worth that. Mm-hmm. it ain't just the man nothing is worth that i mean i i just can't see that like i mean it just it just does something to my soul i'm sorry that the babies don't deserve that no you know and then i watched another one where the whole thing was done on facebook live the whole incident was live but what I, what i don't get is why let it get that far if they're driving you crazy to that point, leave before it even get that far. If you can't tolerate somebody, leave. But see, that's the thing. They weren't together. He was no longer living with her. He just had his visitations. The weekend he was supposed to come and get them, she killed them at the beginning of the week. So he never made it that far. She never once picked up the phone. He said that he had just had a conversation with her to talk to the kids because it was almost time for them to get ready to go to bed. He wanted to talk to them because they had a project. They had a a, a thing that they were doing, like a little talent show thing they were going to be in the next day. And he wanted to, you know, give them, you know, encouragement, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. And he wanted to talk to them to tell them that, you know, to Hey, you know, do good, break a leg, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, and it just never made it that far. Whatever conversation between him and her that transpired, set her off and them babies was dead that night. You know, that kind of reminds me of a couple of years ago when all these people kept leaving their infants in the cars. 
Yes, you And I'm like, you can't be that preoccupied that you're leaving your infant in the car and forgetting them for a whole day. I I can't ever see it. I can't see it either. But you had that one lady that did it in Georgia and said the only thing that made her think about it is when the daycare called her and said, well, where the baby's at? And she was like, what you mean? I dropped them off. No, you didn't. So she walked outside and her babies was dead in her backseat. She literally, her mind was so screwed up that morning that she thought she had dropped them off. She literally had drove right past the daycare and never stopped and went to her job. When they asked her what her mind was preoccupied about and she told them, she was like, I thought that I was going to lose my job today. I had this going on with the bills at home, the stuff with my husband being deployed. Her husband was away. He got called back home because his children were dead. This man deployed. And, and now he got to come back home to that. All because you're so preoccupied with everything else that your focus should have been on what your focus, whatever was going to happen, was going to happen. Exactly. But you forget about your children? I can't do that. I when can't. I'm in my car, I look behind me so many times it ain't even funny. Exactly. I'm not ain't even back there. That's the first thing I do when I get in my car. My car doors is locked, but when I get in my car, I look back. I don't got when I I have nobody out, in there. When I get out, I ain't got no choice but to look back. Exactly. So when I get out, I'm taking my walker out the back. Mm-hmm. So it, I got to look in the back. I'm looking regardless. Did I forget something? Um, did somebody try to climb in my car? Look, it, it's so much. <laughs> It's so many reasons that I'm looking. Do I need to protect myself? Listen, I'm looking. And I know nobody got in my car. I know nobody is back there. But that's my mindset. Be aware of your surroundings. I've always been, be aware. Growing up where I grew up, be aware of your surroundings. You could walk out your door and a bullet could be on its way to your door. Be aware. Somebody might be hiding in some woods or something. Be aware. Somebody might be running up on you. Be aware. All right. And that's even say, now. Every anytime you go leave out your house, you should be aware be of aware. I'm looking. I'm looking around as I walk out the door to make it to the car. Right. If I hear a different type of noise in my house, I'm getting up, going to right. look around. This First of all, you know, with two infants, now you got two, not one. Okay. And you put them in your back seat. When you wake them up, most of the time, if you wash them up, get them back redressed and then snap them down in the car, they're going to go back to sleep if you give them a box. Mm-hmm. So you may not hear no wine, you may not hear none of that, but you can still hear them with the bottle. Exactly. Okay. And then you can't sit here and tell me that you didn't have to reach back because of a purse. You didn't have to reach back because of the diaper bag to make you do that. You can't tell me that. 
So when they said that they wasn't gonna charge her because they felt like she needed to be put somewhere mental instead of being locked up, locked up. Mm-hmm. The husband agreed because he was like, I don't know what's going on. He said, I've talked to her since I've been deployed. She never once told me she was having issues. And that be the problem. You home, you got babies by yourself. If the spouse is gone and the spouse is asking you, baby, you all right. Even though they trying to make sure they good where they at. But when your spouse is in the military, but he taking the time out to say, baby, are you all right? Mm-hmm. Tell him the truth. Right. No, I'm not cool. I need you home, mm-hmm. but I know you can't be. This is hard for me. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, if he got a mama, a sister, any of them coming mm-hmm. to your front door, because you got their nieces and nephews. Right. Your mama will call. Do you need me to come down there and stay? Do you need me to come stay with you until you come back? Right. You can't tell me he won't. Most, most deployed people, parents will do that mm-hmm. if they got grandkids. Exactly. They will call the wife. Do you need me to come and stay with you until he come back? Mm-hmm. That's true. So true. So you don't have to deal with stuff by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just like we say all the time. A closed mouth don't get fed. It does not. You, you can't be mind readers. Mm-hmm. If there is something going on, state it. That's right. Say so. Honey, I would rather tell me, I would rather you tell me that you're not okay. Then to come around me, try to hold a fake smile. Right. To make it seem like you cool when you're not. Mm-hmm. And then something happened to you later on, and then I got to deal with that. Because I know I looked at you. Mm-hmm. I know I spoke to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. You know, right. if you don't have a, a good support system, please get one. You need yes. one. Because I know this lady right here, she look at me like when I was going through something, she came in my room like, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. She looked me dead in my face. Wait, I need to make sure. <laughs> I need to make sure. She didn't say those words, but that's what her face said. I need to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Let me look at you. Okay, you good. Yeah, she good. <laughs> Like I can't, I can't do that, dude. Like for real. And if I be sitting and I know something don't feel right, uh, uh-uh, I be quit. Something don't, something feel off. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I do it quick, y'all. It ain't, ain't no joke. And see, I'm a different type of breed. I take on a whole lot of stuff, and it's not too much that will get to me because I just blow stuff off. I was raised that way, like. Yeah, I can't carry that. Mm-mm. Nope. But when it get to me, it get to me. So then I'm dealing with it yep. until After it get to you. Exactly. Until I can actually be like, okay, I got to shake this. I got to shake this. Because now my mental is all over the place. Right. And I'm acting unruly. I'm acting a whole fool. I'm just going to be real. I'm acting a fool. <laughs> but... <laughs> Look, I've the only time I can say that I actually went through a depression, my daughter was two months, my oldest daughter. So that was 26 years ago. Other than that, I was like, I can't carry stuff after that. When I had that breakdown, uh uh-uh, 
if I got to let something out, I have to let it out. And I don't care how it come out at that point. It just has to come out. So it's so important for you to be able to have that support system. I call Coco and just start venting. She'd be like, okay. (laughs) Right. All right. It's just about sitting there. I mean, a lot of times, like I said, it ain't, it's not that you have to say anything. Mm -hmm. Just listen. That's it. Okay. And then after they talk, how you want to deal with it? How you want to handle it? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you have to you have to look at it in that type of a, a nature too. When it comes down to that that stuff, okay. Exactly. So please get a support system. Don't handle stuff by yourself. Right. It's so important to have that. If it's not but one or two people, right? That's a support system. Y'all bounce off each other. That's it. I mean, you can't you can't help but deal with things because I I can't I couldn't let that go. Quint know me enough that if I called her and say, I just feel like I'm done with everything. That's there's a problem in that whole statement. Mm-hmm. There's a problem with that whole statement. I'm not that that one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm normally the smiley, and I will be bouncy when I want to be, but I'm still the smiley one. That uh that uh keep you know keep it moving no matter what. Mm-hmm. If I did that, it would be a call to somebody, a few people, and somebody coming to my house. Mm-hmm. If I'm it don't be right, if it don't be her getting in the car and driving almost home, mm-hmm. it don't tell you. See, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that with a couple people that's down there in her area. Mm-hmm. What? I need you to get in the car and come. To, you want me to come with? <laughs> I mean, I just told you what I told you. You want me to get behind the wheel or something? Mm-hmm. You know? So you, that type of thing, you have to have people that you know in your support system that you know gonna do something mm-hmm. because they know you just that well. That's right. Something's off. Something's not right, and we're gonna fix it. It's okay. Interventions work. And I don't have a problem, Coco. No, I pop up in her city like, Coco, where you at? How you came to my city and didn't Look, tell me you would? I, I don't even have to tell her where I am anymore because we got these <laughs> wonderful apps on our phone right. that tell each other where everybody where we at. <laughs> so I don't have to tell her where all she got to do is search the app. That's tell it. Her where I'm sitting at. Because mm-hmm. first of all, if I just told you what I told you, I ain't gonna tell you where I'm at. Mm-mm. That's it. So it's just one of them things where that's that's what you got. No, I'm telling y'all. Make sure you got the right folks in your circle. Because the right folks in your circle ain't finna let you fall like that. And let me tell y'all about that app, y'all. That app is the best thing ever. I will see her out at midnight and pick up the phone like, where where are you going? Why are you not home? Your battery is at 5%. I'm gonna need you to charge (laughs) That app is the best thing smoking. I'm telling y'all. Listen, if you don't have it, y'all inbox us. We'll tell you what it is. Yes, we'll tell you what it is. Because not only for that type of purpose, but if you know somebody is dealing with a domestic violence issue Mm -hmm. and they decide they're gonna leave an individual, and that individual follow them, mm-hmm. you have the app 
to show you where they at to still try to get them help. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's the best thing ever. Pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, and and it's not what we call a, a tracker. But yeah. if you got a bunch of female friends, it's important, especially now. People yeah. coming up missing. Yes, but yes. You know what I'm saying? Now. You got people coming up missing too. It's important that you have that because if you got that, even with the where's my phone, mm-hmm. if you put the where's my phone on your phone, you can still be found. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of apps that I suggest you get. Just because if you're a woman, it would be a good thing to have. And if you single and you travel, listen, somebody yeah. will always know where you are and it'll say your ETA is such and such from this person. Yep. When my auntie got into a car accident, I pressed that thing and brought me right to her. Literally. Look. I'm coming. It, it ain't no joke. We be on each other. <laughs> I, be on, I be on my niece. You need to charge your phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be on the other one. You need to charge your phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you know I'm I'm always telling Auntie, let me know that you made it home, even though the app tells me. Right. You know, but I still tell her, you text me, and let me know you made it home. Mm-hmm. So that that's what you have to do. I don't have to tell that to quit because I see where she at. Mm-hmm. I know where she going. So you know, I I oh, know where she at. She home. <laughs> Go to work. All right. So, but it is still just one of them things where. If Quint know that I'm out on this after midnight, I'm probably working. Mm-hmm. I ain't out for no other reason because I be home in the bed. So that, I mean, if it's something like that, but it's a good tool to have, right? You just want to be aware mm-hmm. of your surroundings. Be aware of your mind state. Yes. You know, again, it's okay not to be okay. That's right. But when you know that you're not okay, get help. Mm-hmm. Get help. As soon as you figure it out, I'm really not okay. Right. Right? As soon as you got that, we need to do something about it. That's right. Okay? And like I said, I did, we didn't want to make this long. We mm-hmm. just wanted to talk about the awareness, y'all. Yes. And, and tonight was a short, a short show. Mm-hmm. But it was packed full of, of good nuggets. Yes. And I hope that you guys were able to, to really get it, understand the gist of it. If you noticing that you got family members that are not acting like themselves, do something about it. That's right. Okay. You don't do nothing but take them to lunch. That's and say, it. I just need to take you out for a second. I just want to pick your brain. I want to see where you are. You know, I, I just haven't seen you in a while. I just want to, I just need a hug. I will, look, I need a hug. That's you know, it. If you put it off on you, nine times out of 10, they're going to open up. That's it. So, it, you know, I, I just needed to see your beautiful face. That's I just, it. I just. <laughs> so, I, that's what you say. Exactly. If it's a friend of yours, mm-hmm. we ain't seen each other in forever. Right. You know how to you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know how to I ain't seen you in forever. Exactly. exactly. You know, and I do it all the time, especially friends of mine that I know I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where I ain't see you. You know, I actually miss you though, because I actually thought about you the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be so funny because I really think about them and then they hit me up. Right. I'd be like, it's been forever. What you got going on? And then we just start having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's, it, I mean, be um, 
deliberate about what you do and why you're involved with people. You know what I mean? Because it's important. If you can be that that person that can make a difference, Mm -hmm. be that person. Amen. Right? Don't be that. Don't be like everybody else they dealing with. You the nagger. You're, mm-hmm. you're the one you're the one talking them down mm-hmm. you're, you're the one oh you'll never be right a person already dealing with something don't want to hear more of that exactly you know what i mean we're done you gotta be the you gotta be the one to say how you do how's work oh okay mm-hmm. are you looking for something okay what you want to do i mean just start the conversation right because a lot of stuff is coming from people with pressure thinking that they can't take care of home mm-hmm. finance is not right you know, this is what's happening now to brain depression. Finance is not right. Relationships ain't right. And it's just so much happening. And when it's like that, a person just feel like they can't deal. It's true. So that's it. You know, I, I, I don't have nothing else. That's all I wanted to talk about, y'all. And, you know, we love y'all. And we just want everybody to be well and okay. You know what I mean? Um... Again, like we said, if you need help, get help. Yes, please do. If you want to reach out to us? We always tell y'all all the time. The inbox is open. Mm-hmm. Just hit us up. Definitely is. So we we don't keep it. Y'all got an open door policy. You understand? Hit us up. We rather we rather. Love you, Auntie. Love you too. But. <laughs> I said, love you too. And she's sitting right here. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you, you got to be able to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If if you know that that person needs somebody, all they need is a hug, be the hugger. Right. Okay. If 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 you got to be the one to, to give them a smile, a real smile. Mm-hmm. Who's our Facebook user? Fred, is that you? Yeah, because we can't see it says Facebook user. I don't know. It says, you know, I can see we see your name, but I don't know who this person is. Right. But whoever it is, hello. Um, but just be the one to, like I said, be the one to make the difference. Amen. You know what I mean? Not to add on to the problem. Exactly. So, like I said, I have nothing else for y'all tonight. Me that was all I had. And I, we were gonna make it short and sweet to let y'all get back to y'all night. You see, we pulled it a whole hour early, so y'all could go do what y'all need to do. Y'all had other things to do at eight. Um, so we love y'all to life. And if Quint don't have nothing for y'all, y'all have a good night. We love you. So we'll see y'all again on Monday. Yeah. So love you guys. Enjoy. All right. Oh yeah.